Welcome to episode 14 of Continuous Quality Compliance. Today I'm talking about Regulation 10, Dignity and Respect. This is one of the areas that is covered during inspection. The intention of this regulation is to make sure that people using the service are treated with respect and dignity at all times while they are receiving care and treatment. To me, this regulation, they are looking for providers to make sure that they are providing care and treatment in a way that assures people's dignity and treats them with respect at all times. So you have to make sure that people have privacy when they need and want it. You need to treat them as equals. Provide any support, they might need to be autonomous, independent and involved in the local community if you're somebody who looks after people, um, for instance, in home care. You also have to have due regard for the protected characteristics as defined in the Equality Act 2010. So the first point that is made in the regulation is that when people receive care and treatment, all staff mistreat them with dignity and respect at all times. This includes staff treating them in a caring and compassionate way. That the communication that you have with people using your services is always respectful and it means using or facilitating the most suitable means of communication whilst also respecting the person's right to engage or not engage in communication. So again, when I went for my procedure, because it was just under local anaesthetic, um, they wanted to make sure I was comfortable and not getting anxious. So the staff were really good and they were talking to me and I wanted that, so I was happy to talk to them. And when I didn't want to talk and I was a bit tired, they picked up on that as well. So that to me, that was really good. Um, and they took into account my dignity and they respected my privacy as well. Staff also have to respect people's personal preferences. So for instance, um, how you want to be addressed. Do you want to be addressed by your first name or by um, your surname? So do you want to be called Mrs. Chohan or would you be happy to be called Taruna? I, I'm usually happy to be called by my first name. I just like it but I also respect that other people may want a more formal approach and that's fine too but you need to find that out and it's really important when you are providing um, intimate or personal care or if the procedure is going to be delicate that you make sure that you take in the person's preferences that you're respectful really really careful around privacy and all that's really important basically a lot of this is common sense so the way i say look at how you'd be treated you want to be treated what is the kind of privacy you would want and give that person that kind of treatment dignity and privacy and respect you should also make reasonable efforts to make sure that when you're discussing care treatments and support, they are in a place where they cannot be overheard. When I used to work in hospital, the amount of times I heard patients being discussed in corridors and down stairways, 
I could count on my fingers and wasn't always very good. And these were people who should have known better. Staff must also make sure that people have privacy when they receive treatment and they are supported to wash, bathe, use a toilet, hold private conversations when needed. So when I had my emergency appendectomy, I needed to be assisted to the bathroom because I was having IV fluids and it was on a stand um, and I was feeling a bit wobbly. So they made sure there was a person with me. Um, they had a bell emergency cord in the bathroom, so they used to leave me there, but they made sure that I was comfortable, safe before they left me to go to the bathroom. So it's all taking all these things into consideration. And you also have to make sure that you identify each person's privacy needs and you record them as far as reasonably possible. You should also respect people's relationships with their visitors, their family, and make sure that privacy is maintained during visits as well. Again, it depends on what services you provide as to how that comes into play. It may not be something that you have to think about for the service you provide, but it is in the regulation. The thing with the regulation is, if something's in the regulation that's not applicable to you, the detailed stuff, because you have an overarching intent in the regulation, then you have the detail. If some of the detail is not applicable to you, you just say it's not applicable if there's about to ask you about it, but they shouldn't because they should be asking questions related to your service with the regulation being in mind. In terms of dignity and respect and privacy, there's an increasing use of surveillance these days, CCTVs. If you are using it, you must make sure people know it's being used. If it's you being used, you must advise people that it is there. You can get notices to put up. And it should be only where it's necessary. And the CKC have a detailed guidance on their website about the use of surveillance and what's appropriate, what kind of information you have to give to people if you are using surveillance of any kind. What you must not do is have covert surveillance in place. And if you feel there is a need for it, it has to be discussed in a entity and be written down somewhere why you think you need it. The other thing to remember is that people who are using your services must not be discriminated against in any way. And you have to take into account the protected characteristics that set out in the Equality Act 2010. The protected characteristics are age, disability, gender, gender reassignment, pregnancy and maternity status, race, religion or belief and sexual orientation. It means you can't discriminate, harass or victimize people because of these protected characteristics. And this could be direct or indirect in discrimination under the Act, neither are permissible. The way I think of dignity and respect is, how would you like to be treated? How would you like your 
those that are close to you to be treated. That's how you treat people who come to you. Remember, if you're thinking of making a CQC application, you can buy my book on Amazon. It's called Outstanding and has all five-star reviews. Thanks for tuning in. Please rate and review the podcast. Do subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes.